No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. I'm in here with my man, Brick Baby. Don't be late. And we've been talking about doing this for a while. Man. But we're up in our No Jumper Sports Index. We're getting a little <laughs> yeah, bit more man. diverse with it. Deshaun Jackson in the building. What's Future that? Hall of Famer, by the way, man. Who won the debate? Salute, man. What's good, man? <laughs> I know I know. we've been trying to make this happen for a while now, so I know the big homie P we've been telling me, man, you got to get on No Jumper. He's been saying that for the past like two, three years, bro. So it's, right. it's a pleasure to come, you know, and bless bless the presence, man, with my brother. You know, I've been knowing this dude for a long time. Really? Jeez, so you man. think he's shady or what? <laughs> well, I think he's shady. Hell no. I mean, you know, he, he he got the name, you know, but he ain't shady. Hell no. He a, he a solid dude, man. I've been, I've been knowing... I've been knowing him before all this, you know what I'm saying? Like, like a couple really of thirsty crips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he ain't, he ain't shady. Nah, he a, he a good homie, man. I mean, he's just he's kind of under the the microscope these days. They got people making documentaries about him and like that. And yeah. then he's running into the people making the documentaries a week later. <laughs> you know, and I'm treating him very professional. Extremely professional, uh, yeah. You know, very accepting the people digging into my life. I mean, if you could, uh, my thing is if you can access it, then go ahead and, and review it. Uh, do you feel the same about your life? Yeah, I mean, you know, as far as, like, you got to understand, man, like, I, I've I've been, I don't really want to, I don't like saying celebrity, you know, because how I was raised and how I grew up, but, like, professionally, you know, I've been a professional for 15 years. You know, last year was my official last year playing. This year, my first year. You know, I don't, I don't like to say retired, but you know, taking a some time away from the sport. Because you know, I could really go back and, and, and get my shit over still playing the league. But it's like right now, like I said, man, like when you make it from where you come from, and, and people are used to you being a certain way, and then like you cross over to the celebrityness or the successfulness and the tax bracket change, you getting money, you getting likeness, you you own podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody not happy for you. You feel what I'm saying? And, and coming from where we come from, like me, I, I, I love the hood I came from. I love the people that was raised with me, that grew up with me. And, and, and for me, with my platform, I just try to reach back and help and bring people out of that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody don't have the opportunity to lead that. You know, so for me, and I'm sure bro going through the same thing, that now he's, you know, hopped out. You know, he didn't got a lot of success on this, on this platform. But a lot of people ain't going to be happy for you. I'm sure you had to go through the same thing. Oh, of course, yeah, totally. But, I mean, there's very few people, like, that are from your age bracket mm-hmm. in L.A. or whatever that managed to make it to the extent that you made it. And that's that's got to cause a lot of jealousy and envy from people that are around you. And, sh- mm-hmm. and especially coming from a place like L.A. that's mega competitive, right. kind of grimy. For sure. It's a very street element. 100%. Any kid who grows up yeah. out here. <laughs> For sure. You're right, you, you, you right on the point. But, uh, I mean, I, that's the edge about being raised from here and growing up here. Because, like, you could go all across the world. New York. I done been everywhere. New York, Houston, Atlanta, Florida. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody know. Like, man, you from Cali. Like, Cali, and it's crazy because, like, people really think I'm from the South because, like, we got a slang. Like, people, Cali people talk, we got, like, a slang. So, they really be like, man, like, I know you're from Cali, but y'all, you don't sound like you're from Cali. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like it kind of raised you to be, like, strong. Like, I feel like East Coast dudes, they think they tougher than us, so they cold. They got boots on there. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. we grow up we palm trees and nice weather. So, it's like we kind of soft to them. But it's like, bro, the way we was raised, like, you got to think our era, how we grew up. 
is is transformed across the whole world. You know, as far as game banging, people game banging, going to other like Atlanta. You know, what I'm saying he could speak on that. Like other spots, they're taking the game banging and trying. From to my implement. experience, the percentage of people carrying guns at a young age is way higher in LA than it ever was on the East Coast. Now, For sure. I, I had a limited experience because I just wasn't around that in general. But in general, it feels like LA. Being in high school and having a gun is, is very common. Our generation, we looked at New Yorkers and East Coast people as slicers. We don't really know them to be shooters. Like, even in their movies, they'd be pulling out little 380s and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, out here, it's different. Like, in our generation, we grew up with the older homies with the weight sets in the front yard. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Like, it's you know, changed. it's changed more Niggas ain't now. fighting no more either. Yeah. But back in the day, you could, you could catch a friendly fade. Yeah. Now... You get beat up or you even try to fight. fight. So they're not going for that. They pull the straps out. But yeah. like but like I said, when we was raised, if we had an issue, bro, we had to go in the backyard. We had to catch a fade. You shake his hand. Man, you go about it. your day. Now you catch a fade. You beat somebody. They, they ready to kill you. Sure. So it's like the times just changed, bro. And it's like nowadays these dudes is 13, 12, 13, 11 years old, jumping off the porch, trying to shoot all on Instagram, going viral. Like it's crazy. I told I told Adam at my daughter's birthday party how many, remember I told you how many blickies I confiscated? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are like young she kids, was turning, right? No, it was her graduation party, bro, from eighth grade. Oh, from eighth grade? grade? I'm thinking bro. you finna say graduation no, high school. bro. Eighth I had three crazy. of them on me because I'm graders? at the front. Yeah. They sick. They sick, 12, 13. Bro. I'm like, we, go ahead. There was a video that just went viral on Twitter of a bunch of kids in Chicago with hella extensions and drums and switches on their shit. And, like, so many people just trying to wrap their head around these kids who look like they're, like, 15 with all this firepower. Yeah, Chicago is different. Yeah, but it's like you, you want to say just like that day, like, you don't need it, and I want to keep it and, like, until they – but if those kids are coming outside into that environment and there's an adult that's over there that knows that these kids need it, that's a dangerous environment. You get what I'm saying? I was feeling like if they came to the party with maybe if I take it from them and they go back to where they're going, it might really be warfare and something happened to them. So I really gave them they got to protect themselves too because you don't know, like you said, when they leave and they go back home or wherever they're going, you don't know what they got to go through. Can I ask you this? Are you able to be more of yourself now that you're not in the NFL? Like a (laughs) I got got some, you know, a little bit of liquor I'm drinking on. Right. You know, for me, like, with the weed thing, you know, like, I, I played 15 years in the NFL, and, you know, I, I've been smoking. I can go all the way back to high school, bro. Like, like marijuana has been a, a, a form of healing for me for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I got exposed to it at an early age and never was really, like, told it was bad or it, it, it wouldn't help. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, we young, we having fun. That was the cool thing to do. So the older I got and playing sports, like, it never was, like, Oh, you play sports like you. If you smoke, you, you gonna not be as good in you know football. So for me, like I didn't know no better, bro. And then like now I'm looking up like more people are like being open. You got Ricky Williams, you got uh, uh, Charles Johnson, like Marshawn a lot of Lynch, yeah, boy. Marshawn, like a lot of players. Because when you play in the league, you can't you know obviously you're the shield. You know you you're, you're branding the NFL. So these teams, these owners, they don't want you out here promoting that. You know, and you mm-hmm. got kids to look up to. So. For me, it's never been about promoting to, like, a bad thing. It's like, this helps me. Like, I would rather smoke some herbal essences than, you know, take a pill that they subscribe to you when you get hurt. You know what I'm saying? Because it messes up your liver. 
you know, I'm talking about pills, just mess up your liver, your blood, your your kidneys, you know what I'm saying? If you don't get flushed, like a lot of people can't play in NFL games without taking a shot. Mm-hmm. So when I tell you a shot is like it's a pain shot. So yeah, like to, numb. to not feel no injuries. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had to do that a few times when I played in my career, but for me, like after the games, because I'm 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 not the biggest dude, you know what I'm saying? To play in the NFL 15 years and you know, to be playing versus dudes, six, eight, three hundred, like Shaq, like Shaq height. Yeah. I'm playing on the field with them, and they try yeah. to kill me every time I'm out there. They try yeah. to kill me. Yeah. I remember once I'm running the game, I get tackled by a big dude. I, this whole shit cracked. Like I fractured all this, shit, bro. But Is like it? you know, for me, not to cut you off. For nah, me, nah, like nah, not to cut you off. You know, the the, the, the weed kind of was my healer, bro. And, and, and like you said, to answer your question, I feel like now that I'm retired, like you know, I can be myself a little more now. You know, mm. is there an opioid, uh, like? an epidemic in the league also like because i know that they prescribe stuff and they keep it under the table and all Mm -hmm. that stuff but do you see players that get hooked on the pain meds and all that and that's when their career declines and man listen that's real bro and 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 i don't i ain't saying no names yeah no no like in general i know for a fact and he was a hell of a player but his career his career went down and you know he he was on the Adderalls. The Adderalls like make you focus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like anytime you working, like I know yeah. a few females that I didn't talk to like, oh I'm I'm in school studying. and I'm studying, I gotta mm-hmm. pop these Adderalls. Yeah. Like it keeps me focused. But like I didn't seen dudes that was ballers in like downfall, bro, in the last of like two, three years, bro, and getting addicted to these drugs, bro. So it's like that's crazy, bro. Wow. Yeah. So can you take us back to like okay where technically are you from? Because I was just listening to a phone call with you and Bosco yelling at each other, arguing <laughs> about where you're from and everything. Man. So let's let's clarify specifically. That's crazy. You know it's crazy. So man, Bosco, man, I, I I met Bosco, man, when I was young, bro. Like I was probably like I had to be anywhere from like ten to thirteen, bro. Like literally, like young, like middle school. And you know, I used to stay in Inglewood. I lived in Inglewood, which in which in general, you know, was Inglewood Avenue and um in Regent Street. That's in the Queen Street. So I grew up. I wouldn't say grew up, but I lived I lived over there for probably like like two three years, bro. And my dad was actually um, um dating uh, my little brother and sister mom at the time. And you know, my mom and dad kind of like you know separated and. What I do, you know, I tried to go live with my mom for for a year or two. She moved to Atlanta, and her and my sister moved to Atlanta. So I I go out there and try to do the sports, you know, with my mom, and it just really didn't it didn't pan off. So I'm like, I got to get back to LA with pops. So by this time, pops moved in with my little brother and uh, sister, mom, and they was right there on the corner of Inglewood Avenue and Regent Street, bro. And I lived over there for like two years, bro. So like, my pops, my mom and pops was from the East Coast. They don't know nothing about game man. They don't know nothing about no street shit. like. It's hoods everywhere, right? But like in Pittsburgh, they ain't game banging. They they street different. So yeah. when I came out here, pops was like, "Look, my pops was a fool, bro. Recipe, my pops, he, he passed away in '09." Yeah, story, but but pops, when I tell you, look, Adam, my pops, he was like one of them. He carried his gun everywhere, and you know, Cali, you can't carry. So I'm telling you, like pops was turned up, like. But he used to, we used to come in and out of the house, and you know, he used to see the the dudes out there hanging out. You know, the Bloods was the Queen Streets around that time. And I don't know if you know Donut. You know Big yeah, Donut big from Queen Street? That's donut. the homie, Big Donut with the green eyes. Yeah. That's the homie. He from Queen Street. You he came used to, across the Yeah, before. you had you to had meet him to, before. Like, okay. He's been up here with Donut him. sounds very familiar. Yeah, yeah but yeah. he's a solid dude. But Matter of fact, he was here with somebody. But yeah, you know, you'll do your homework yeah. on him later on. But I'm telling you a story just because, you know, that little situation with me in Boston, that shit really had me hot, bro. So I'm I'm breaking down a story because it's my opportunity to. I never really spoke about it publicly because during the time, the homies was like, you know, I was ready to turn up with bro, nigga. 
and the homies like, bro, don't do that. Fall you on a, you on a yeah. way bigger scale. Like, don't scoop down to his level. But now I'm able to really explain it. So I'm telling you, like, Donut at the time was the big homie from Queen Street around the time. And my pops used to be like, because, you know, pops, was, I was very active, taking me to sports. I was in, I was hanging out in the streets. And he knew, like, you know, growing up in L.A., you like, if you going to do anything, you going to game bang. Because you, you come home from school, you in the streets, this is what happens. So pops, I remember pops had his gun. He coming home one day. If y'all let my son be from y'all hood, I'm going to kill all y'all. <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm flying. You can ask, ask Big Donut. He was like, if y'all let my son be from this hood, I'm going to kill all y'all. Pops didn't. He didn't, he didn't game bang. He was not a game. He wasn't. No, he was no tough, roots. but he didn't game bang. And I'm telling you this one dude. He ain't have a group of dudes. Yeah. He just tell him, like, if y'all let my son get put on a game bang, then I'm killing all y'all. But you got to respect fatherhood. It, it is rare. Because we ain't have like, it. Exactly. Yeah, you get what I'm saying? Even the outside didn't take that as a threat. They knew that Pops was standing on business. You we know not what I mean? with him. Yeah, like let him go ahead and do his thing because exactly. we don't want to deal with his crazy ass daddy. Man, He ain't so. going to be able to hang out. That's how my dad was. Like I was yeah. hanging out like at 11, 12 and my dad knew so he had dropped me off and let me go pull up in the West Boulevards on the block right. and come skirt down in the Tahoe like get in the car. My, like, my you was coming over here. I'm like, man, I was just coming again. You and know, I'm we accustomed to with the homies in the like, when you young, you look up to certain. That's what you accustomed to. But yeah. you know, pops really wasn't having that, bro. And to, to to go back to answer your question though, like like Bosco was trolling on some because like one day it was on some they did try to put me on. I wasn't allowing that to happen. I got up out of there. Like y'all trying to put me on and make me be from over here. Like I'm not. I'm not on that, bro. I'm playing sports. I'm doing my thing. I get up out of there. So he tried to say, like, something I got in a fight and no, I ran from somebody. It wasn't even on. It was like some petty ass shit. Like, oh, yeah, he ran from this. And then he he from Queen Street. Like, for one, I'm not from Queen Street. And for two, they tried to put me on. I got up out of there. I wasn't going for that That's but, not um, running from a fade if you don't want to be, be from, from a, a game. Hood. Right. Well, so could, could I, like, go back just a little bit? So before Ted, was it the LeBert Park Christian? Nah, district? so that's where I'm finna get to. So, right. so before 10... We was in West L.A. We was off of, like, oh, yeah. La Cienica and, um, and all Yeah, like, like, right over by La Cienica and Wilshire. Like, just West yeah. L.A., bro. Like, I lived over there. And then, like I said, Miles and Pops separated. Yeah. Went to Atlanta. Came back. Stayed in Inglewood for, like, two, three years. Pops moved from there. He The situation got got rough with my little brother and sister, Mom. We moved from there. And then that's when we moved to Lamert Park. Yeah. So I moved to Lamert Park probably, like, around, like, like, like sixth, sixth grade. So that's when I, I stayed right there on 42nd and Norton. So that's when kind of, like... My my whole introduction to like growing up in the '40s and being South Central Lamar Park, like that was really more home because I stayed over there more and it was like I adapted and gravitated to that area more. Like people really took me up under their wing. You know, certain homies in the area they was like, "Oh, you play ball? Like stay on your ball." Like they, I ain't never not have a dude be like, "Oh yeah, here take this gun or go do this" because they knew I was playing ball. Like you really got certain big homies that look out for kids. Like a lot of certain dudes. They, they 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 steer these kids in the wrong directions, but around the time I moved to Lamar Park, I already had good dudes around me because they seen I was a real baller. And they're like, nigga, stay away from your ball. But I still grew up in the Foley's, and that's where I was raised, you know what I'm saying? So that's when when, when people ask me where I'm from and where I was raised, I come out of the 40s, you know what I'm saying? Lamar Park, baby. And it sounds crazy, but moving from Inglewood to Lamert Park is moving up in life because yeah. people think Inglewood is not, but the Quay Street right there, that. Grimy nah, right grimy. there. Every like night I went to person. sleep. Every night I went to sleep, bro. I swear to God, it was a couch and it was a window. And I slept on the couch. It was the one bedroom. I slept on the couch every night. I used to hear gunshots every night. I'm on the window. When I tell you, I had to float damn near every night because I'm hitting nigga heart beating. That's on the how flow, it was. Nigga, the I'm duck. nigga, what? It's, it was sick over there, bro. So, 
you know, like like I said, I, I did hang around. And you know what I'm saying? I, I was cool with certain dudes from that area over there, but I never, like, once claimed it. I never, like, once got put on. It was just I hung out in that neighborhood because that's where I was from. Mm-hmm. As a kid, where you live at, that's what you're going to adapt to, bro. That's that's how we grow up. Yeah. You know? But it's funny because it's like if you are if you become famous and successful and they just they if, take they, the credit. if they know anything about you from yeah. back in the day, even if it's, like, nothing, it's just that's something to make content out of. And exactly. I, I got love for Bosco, but he is so the dude. It's, yeah. like, going to yeah. just have to. Hammer away on that and turn it into a punchline or something. Man, it, it, it was real situations that, that didn't happen, you know, that you know, I, I really would never get into. But, like, he know he know what's so me. And, and I, don't, I don't really play with the internet, bro, because, I, I, like, I know a lot of people, like, think shit cool on the internet. But, like, people get hurt, you know what I'm saying? And, that like, you can't be playing out here. You can't be trolling people because everybody ain't playing, you know what I'm saying? Like, my name and, like, our names is all we got. So, a, a, as far as... Every step of the way I walk, bro, I'm going to always be clean cut. I ain't going to never have no smut on my name, nigga. Can't never say I, I'm, I'm a buster. I'm a square, nigga. I never turn down. Nah. A, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, because I, I come in with respect, bro, and, and I leave out the same way, bro. So as long as you don't disrespect me, bro, I don't got no problem. I don't care where you from or what you do, bro. I don't. It don't it, bother me. It's crazy because one of our mutual friends, he had to remind me when the first time that I came across, because I thought it was like in Berkeley, because you know, you was going to school over there, yeah. and Gus was always in, we'll talk about For him sure. later, who yeah. ever introduced you, but Gus was always in jail, so I didn't exactly. meet you through none of them. Yeah. But we was at a function, mm-hmm. maybe Patriotic Hall, yeah. might have been something like that. You talking about we was in the Bay? Uh, about no, 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 down Before here, that, down yeah. here. It was in high school, yeah. right when you had moved to the neighborhood from Inglewood. Because sure. mind you, our mutual friend lived yeah. in Inglewood. Yeah. You know who it is. Exactly. Uh, it is. So nah. he like, he like, uh, we about to get the tripping with the Inglewood. Right. And no, 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 you pulled up with the homies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, I know what you're saying. Like, we was that, we was that. Bro, like, like, bro, like, let me, I'm gonna go holler at my bro real yeah. quick, real quick. It was the, after, about the after hour spot. Yeah, down. it was like some after hour spot. Yeah, downtown. and bro, and, and, and our mutual friend, like, oh no, he he over here now. So that's how the, how the angle was. He didn't never say that you was you was from over there, but they he just, just remember like, me like, that, oh, he you know, he no, did say that the, though. He they did see me that night. They was like, oh, he supposed to be from over here, and that's when they like, no, like when the homie did, yeah, and I'm like, what the. Yeah, so I'm, and they remind me about that night. I'm like, oh yeah, that's crazy because I'm thinking this when Clip and them moved exactly, up there. Bro. So, so, you're saying you're from the '40s, but you never really got into the whole. No, nah, I never really had to get into no game man, bro. Like I say, like just mm-hmm. just growing up, bro. That like, I'm I'm gonna say this again. Just be clear, like wherever you raise that, being from LA, bro, it's either you gonna be around the area and hang out and and, and be one of them dudes they always mess with. Or you gonna be one of them dudes that they just cool with, you know what I'm saying? So I was the one they was cool with. Like I, I, I never was with the one where it's like I'm gonna be living in this area and I ain't gonna be cool with them. Cause guess what? That's gonna happen. You either gonna get beat up, they gonna bully you, they gonna mark you out. You feel what I'm saying? And for me, it was just like I'd rather hang out with the homies, be cool with the homies, have a relationship with the homies, and and not have to be on no buster. And it's like if I went to school over here and these is my friends, that's that's where I was living at the time. These my friends. Like I never joined no gang. Listen. I my dad lived in the jungles, mm-hmm. so my grandma lived in West Boulevard. My mom always lived around Slauson area. Like we always was less than four minutes from the hood. You get what I'm saying? Sure. So I got a whole lot of friends. You know, I Dorsey. You know, my whole Man, clique bro, is the Dorsey all, we, clique. You know that. I'm we, not gonna lie to you, bro. <laughs> when I grew up, 
I played Pop Warner football in Inglewood my whole career, it, being it, from it. from young. When I say my whole career, young from like from like nine years old, bro, to like until I went to high school, bro. I played in Inglewood, and the parks we played in is you can call them enemy hoods, or you can call them the blood, whatever you want to call them. Like me being young. And me being now where I'm at, I would never go do that same shit park. that way. My daughter was Niggas just not going to Darby Park. Got, are you familiar with Darby Park? <laughs> no. I grew up playing at Darby Park, that's bro. That's where Mikey be in there from. Okay. That's, yeah. that's right there by it's the SoFi Stadium, bro. Yeah. But as a kid, our coaches, all our coaches was like cribs and like, you know, from schoolyards, neighborhoods. Like all our coaches was coaching us at a, at a blood park. Like the park we grew up in was a blood park. And you just weren't even thinking of it like that or just it, didn't it, care? We, it ain't even, you're right. So we wasn't thinking about it at, like that, but at the end of the day, we, we excuse me, we knew that like we was around Crips, we hung out with Crips, you know what I'm saying? And it was bloods around too, because LA, you going, like it's, I got cousins, friends, it's bloods. Like it's not really like what people make it out to be. Like just because you a blood or you from a, a certain hood, like don't mean we can't be cool. Now certain hoods, depending on what the politics and you know what's going on, yeah, you can't be cool. But like as a young kid, we not thinking about being at Darby Park and being young kids because back in the day it was different than how yeah, it is now. Like sure. now me going over to Darby Park and hanging out like it's cool would never be cool. Yeah. Right. But back then as a kid, I'm, I wasn't thinking. Yeah, when did it start to become obvious that you had like a real serious amount of talent for football? And like, and, and did people start to really like push you into the right direction? And what was that whole process like? I, I go back to Pop Warner, bro. Exactly where I'm telling you at right now. Like when I was playing for Inglewood Pop Warner, like I was one of the best on my teams, bro. Like I literally was one of the fastest, was one of the smallest, but like I was always one of the best players, bro. So like for me, I kind of always knew I was good, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like every team I always played on, I was one of the best. So, so like it was just like shit, nigga. We we had good teams, nigga. And D Jack was always one of the fastest and the best ones on the team. So why not Inglewood High School, Crenshaw <laughs> High School? <laughs> um, a good question. You know, uh, out the city, I'm just gonna say like, what is, is it, Dorsey, Inglewood, Crenshaw, Westchester. Inglewood, Westchester? No, but what I'm saying that was good in football. Westchester was good. At that time? Yeah, they were straight. Oh, uh, yeah. See, I, I I just know that their basketball program was prestigious. Basketball so it was, yeah. it, it, you know. Mm -hmm. So what? how did y'all come up with Long Beach? Well, honestly, bro, my pops, he was like, he he, he was like a damn near my agent at this time, bro. Because, like, he was shopping me around to all these different teams. We we had we had uh, uh, Crenshaw, Venice, um, Westchester. And uh, what 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 other school am I missing? What other school was good around there? Taft. Taft. We had we had all them schools, but my pops had a relationship with uh with my old with uh with the coach. Uh -huh. And my older brother one time was like, we gonna go out to Polly and we gonna really like you know sit down and holler at him, nigga. Because Polly was a powerhouse. Polly, I just like how did you come up? Polly was a powerhouse, and I think honestly, bro, Polly was the best move I ever did, bro. Because as a young at, at a young age, bro, and how I was so good, like. Going to Crenshaw, going to Westchester, going to Van, it would have been cool, but why not go to the best of the best, bro? Long Beach Poly is one of the best high schools to ever put people into the NFL, bro. Willie McGinnis, Snoop Dogg, Cameron Diaz, you know, and I'm just saying just celebrities and stars, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, it was like once Pops took me out there, we met with the coach, and I'm seeing like my freshman year, bro, was uh, 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 Herschel Dennis, Mercedes Lewis, yeah. Mayor Wright. Darnell Bean, like all these dudes went to SC, bro. It was like five, six scholarships they gave to SC. And I'm like, I'm seeing as a as a ninth grader, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, it's on. What bro. was your quarterback name? 
uh, uh, Brandon Brooks, yeah. Leon Jackson, Leon, like Leon, Leon Jackson, because he went to Beverly Hills. Yeah, he went to Beverly first. Exactly. Leon lived on Somerset Jefferson, right across from so me. So you know, my bro. Yeah. yeah. So so my thing, bro, was like just putting myself in the best position, bro, to like see. Polly was one of them schools where like you got all types of scouts coming, college scouts. You know what I'm saying? So like just to look. And to be able to like know like for sure if I go ball I'm for sure gonna get a good scholarship and good good teams to come like fuck with me type shit. So that was my thinking, bro. Yeah. So uh, okay, like through high school, were you thinking like, oh, I'm at the level where I might really be in the NFL one day, or are you still kind of being humble about it because you're obviously coming from a background where you know this is not it's not like you're you're having like the elite trainers and crazy money behind you from a young age it's like yeah. how when did you start to become confident that like oh shit i could really do this he still had the trainers though me yeah, i did yeah, have yeah, see I did see, see adam adam got her you got to really yeah. like I, I ain't gonna say it like that but like just if you go look up bro like i got documents i got like you know a lot of shit out there on me bro so like if if not too busy in your time and your day, bro, if it cares you, bro, like really go look at my story, bro. But like my dad really implemented like a team around me, bro. Really? So as a young kid, I was always advanced. That's why I was always so good, bro, and head and head of the game. Because for one, I always played with older cats. So like if I was eight, I was playing with the ten year olds. You know what I'm mm. saying? That's growing up. So like I was always advanced. And you know, I just had to get on my son the other day. He out there playing versus a ten year old. I'm like, bro, this is gonna make you better. Yeah. Like, you don't understand. You crying? He hot. He ready to scribble and all that. I'm like, yeah. nigga, that, I'm looking at him as nigga. That's me. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that energy you gotta put yeah. it into the field, bro. Yeah. But so for me, it was like I always like had that team around me that always advanced me, bro. My older brother made it to the NFL, but he was like made it on a practice squad. So like, I used to always tell him like, nigga, you gonna, I'm gonna make it and be way sicker than you ever was, nigga. Because yeah. like, all y'all trained me. Like, yeah. I got like four, five. I got. My, my my older brother Travis Clark, Derek Davis, and Irvin Booker, and then Byron Jackson. They all trained me. And then Coach uh, Coach uh, Kablian was my track coach. I had the best of both worlds, bro. Yeah, there was, and, and a lot of people really don't it, give me the credit, bro, crazy. because they just see me and they just like, oh, he's just talented, bro. But they don't really know the work I already put in, bro. Mm -hmm. Like. Saturday, Sunday, instead of hanging out, going, doing shit in the hood, bro, I'm really training. You feel what I'm saying? I had fun. We all went out and did, you know, the, the, the player shit. But, like, at the end of the day, bro, like, what separated me, bro, and a lot of a lot of my homies I grew up with, and, I, and I'm sure, you know, me too. shit Brick, Brick could tell you, but, like, bro, we all wanted to go to the league. Mm. Like, every, every one of my homies or every one of my teammates that I played with, bro, legitimately could have made it to the league. Sure. But the difference was that separated me from them, like I literally stayed on that straight, narrow road, bro. Like I like I maybe, you know, steered off here and there, but like it was probably just like a little foot or a, a, a pinky. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like all the way off and I had to figure it out. Like I was always one of them dudes where I was like, I would, I would try to bend the rules, but I'm still stay on my point. You know what I'm saying? So like for me, I just was dedicated, bro, and I already knew what I wanted to do at a young age, bro. That's crazy. Were you? Was there ever times where you kind of strayed from that path, or were you just yeah, like 100% yeah. focused on Fuck that? No, nigga, I strayed from that path, nigga, plenty of times. <laughs> well, he came out and started smoking weed. Right. That's the first fuck right. up. You, you feel, feel what I'm saying? Last fuck up, like, you know what I mean? Like, bro, it's, it's, but that's know, once you're in the league, He right? just, this is the thing. Man, hell no. God's I was playing for him yeah. was going <laughs> to the league, and you can't take that away because the people he used to come out with, like his best friend. That's what I was saying. Like, like, like runner, bro. Cuz could not get a break. Yeah, that nigga was in jail every time he got out of jail since we was 13, 14 years old. Right or wrong? Yeah, yeah. Man, he just stopped going to jail. Just That's why I'm happy as fuck for my first, bro. This is first like two year stretch, three year stretch. Cuz love jail. I used to, he used to go to jail so much. I'm like, my nigga, like, do you love jail, bro? 
So like, I ain't never seen nobody that love jail. Yeah, so like him dibbling and dabbling, like, and really staying focused, like, that's very hard because I was a dog on the court, like, a super. Like, I'm going to Mississippi to play at basketball prep school, all that, at 5'8", I'm dunking on shit, all of that. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, my parents was hustlers. They didn't play sports. Mm-hmm. So while they out hustling, when I go to the street, it's not that bad long as I ain't fucking up. Then the, it ain't that bad until I ain't fucking up turned into me trying to take another inch. Me try, now I got blick. Now I'm getting caught with blick. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you this, though, bro, because I feel like you really you really know me, bro. So, like, what, what, what you feel like separate me or what you feel like was the reason I already made it, bro? Because you seen me from afar or close, bro. We done been around. That's what like, I so, said. Like, what you really so, think it is, bro? Like, the athleticism, though, bro. Mm-hmm. The uh, speed, I feel like it had to be a mental path that you was on. Because as kids, right. when, I, when, when I was coming up to Berkeley, even then, like, Another one of your teammates was fucking off. Mm-hmm. He's still a fuck up. His behavior is crazy. Right. We was fucking with him, though. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even bash my boy because he out the league or whatever. But, you know, Beast Mode. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? We used to go fuck with Beast crazy. Mode. And he still used to be in the streets. But he, you go up there, you give him the ends, whatever. He about to go work out, though. I'm all at y'all when I'm done working out because we're going to go smoke. You get what I'm saying? Shit like that. You already, you already know, bro. So, he had a stronger head. You had a stronger head from the beginning, and that's why you still, in the football game, you don't stay in the league as long as you did, bro. Mm-hmm. You even did it right there. I mean, you can name how many wide receivers stayed there for, what, 15 years? Yeah, hell yeah. Come on, bro. At a high level, too. Come on, you didn't let nothing break you. You had some major stuff going on that I'm sure we'll get into, but I don't know what part of your question you had. But. Um, I guess, like... What, what what did the decision look like as you're leaving high school? Huh. I re- honestly, bro, I was really finna commit to LSU, bro. Nick Saban was the head coach at that time, bro, and I, it was something about that South, that Southern, that Cajun food, and women like. Mm. And my, it was crazy at the time. My girlfriend, I don't, I don't know if you remember uh, Jennifer Hodrick. She uh, went to uh, she went to uh, uh, Westchester, bro. But I grew up like me and her. That was like my high school sweetheart. You know what I'm saying? And we was locked in, bro. I was damn near like married, bro. Like. I was in love with Jay High, bro. And then she ended up signing to, uh, she committed because she played volleyball. Uh-huh. Not volleyball, she played softball. And she committed to uh, Southern University. Uh, so I'm yeah. like, now I'm finna go to LSU, bro. But like, honestly, bro, I had, I had SC, LSU, Oklahoma, Florida State, Miami. Like, name it. Like, name it. Nigga, I could have went any. Only, it was crazy. The only two schools that really didn't offer me was Stanford and UCLA. But they knew they, you know, Stanford, you got to be hella smart in there. UCLA was like, nigga, we not getting him over SC. Was Berkeley a powerhouse, or you was just like, this where I fit in and I'm going to just make nigga, my step? Berkeley. You got to remember, bro, when Aaron Rodgers and Marshawn went there, they turned yeah. the program around. Yeah. So they wasn't even really sick like that at that yeah, time, bro. They just was turning the program around, and they beat SC the year before that. I would think I was a junior in high school. Junior, you know, I'm going crazy, All-American, balling, doing all types of crazy shit. And SC get cracked by uh, Cal at SC, bro. And I'm like, oh, I'm sitting back looking at SC. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers hard. Yeah. I'm looking at him because Aaron Rodgers in college, bro, it was yeah. amazing. Then you have these beast mode going crazy yeah. as a freshman. So it's just something about like, like, like Cal, bro, in the Bay Area. Like being from LA, like I couldn't stay home, bro. Like me going to SC, like as much as like I, I look back and like, damn, like I, I, I kind of wish I would have went to SC. 
was probably really the best thing, bro, for me to leave the hood and go. Because you yeah, think you SC is right there in the 40s, bro. Yeah, that's that's right the hood. There, the yeah. homies would have been there. Everything, bro. So for me, it was been. more strategic. And me, like, bro, I got to get away from home. I got to go grow up on my own. I, I, like, because if I would have literally went to SC, bro, I'd have been getting calls every day. Like, bro, I'm coming up to the school. And I didn't right. need that, bro, because my focus, it was like, bro, said, yeah. like, the reason why I've been successful when I am successful is my mental, bro. I know how to lock in and go accomplish what I want to do. But I'm picturing going to college and you're a fucking football you know, star to whatever level. Like, you, you, the girls' shit must be crazy. The opportunity to party must be crazy. Sure. And then you also, have to do your fucking schoolwork, sick. and you gotta exercise and train, sick, and play. It's sick, bro. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't sound like easy yeah. by any means. Nah, definitely, man. You 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 really like for, for me, bro. Like I I love having fun. So like for me, the fun was like get your shit done, then go turn up and go have fun. Cause we gonna do all this. This shit is extra. Yeah. You got to go get your work. You got to clock in before a nigga go have fun. Because if you don't clock in and you going to have fun, you not making shit. I'm going to be real. You're not going to make right. no money. You ain't going to make it no life. Ain't nobody going to want to hire you. Who going to fucking have a, a person working that ain't finishing their business before they going to have the fun? You mm. tell the nigga that's catching on that it's 30. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I done had all the work in the world, man. That shit don't mean nothing, young nigga. I'm telling you that now, boy. Hey, I had houses you can't even sleep. It been packed with they get a Hey, gotta have that mental. Everything, bro. You can't just go to the ball at the strip club and all that, man. And don't be clocking in nowhere. You gotta make something your nine to five hmm. in order to structure yourself. Did you manage to stay mostly focused throughout that time in college? Like when you look back at it, are you content with the amount of um, you know dedication you had to being an athlete? Fuck no. Really? Fuck no. And the reason why I say that, I feel like, bro, shit came so easy to me. Like, even even me working as hard as I worked, that shit was easy. And I feel like I really, I worked hard, but I ain't work hard enough. And that's me being real as fuck. Like, I could sit here and be like, oh, yeah, I gave it I, the best I got. I got this record. I beat Jerry Rice's record. I played 50 years in the league. I'm a pro bowler, one of the first players ever to to fucking walk off a punt return to beat the Giants, one of the first players ever to be selected to two different positions, to start two different positions in the pro. Like, it's, it's so much that I could keep going back on and saying, but it's like, shit came easy to me, bro. And, like, sometimes I took advantage of, like, how really, how good I already was, bro. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I ain't study film. I ain't watch film, bro. I'm going to be real. Like, all this, Tom Brady, all these motherfuckers that sit here and be like, oh, I watch film. Like, bro, I didn't watch film. But just imagine if I would have watched film. Or just imagine if I would have, like, worked a little harder, you know, because shit didn't come so easy. Like, just imagine what I would have been. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, you live and you learn, bro. Like, I tell my kids, like, that's life. Mm. Like, if you don't live and you don't go do certain shit and run into the wall this many times before mm. you learn it, like, it is glass. This is going to bust my fucking head open if I keep doing that shit. Mm. Like, how can you get better in life? Because once now that I'm older, it's so obvious to me that hard work and sacrifice is basically, like, the whole thing when it comes to being great at something. Mm -hmm. But when you're young, it's, like, the temptation. You just want to have fun because you haven't experienced these things. Like, now at this point in my life, it's easy for me to just, like— like now I feel like it's an obligation for me to go out and socialize, go to parties and shit and be around people. Whereas like when I really got focused in my life and decided that I was really going to be successful, I really had to like force myself to stop going out, stop being, you know, mm -hmm. hitting the bar at night and shit like that. Because mm -hmm. I, you know, at, when you're younger, it's like, you still want to really have those experiences for the first time. Now that you're in the position you're in, 
a lot of that shit seems old. Yeah. Whereas you realize now that that opportunity to be a professional athlete is once in a lifetime. For sure. So you might as well fucking 100% yeah, focus it on you, it, you yeah, know? Give it all you got. Hell yeah, you yeah. got to. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Okay, so, how's, so how was the college experience overall? Man, I wish I could... F- f- before college, I wish I could go back to high school. Like, I, I, I had so much fucking fun, bro. Yeah. Like now I'm sitting there in front of you. I'm 36, bro. You just said you about to be 40 in, in you know a few days. Happy, happy early that. birthday to that. But like we sad just so I told him for the rip. Hard. I feel like this is gonna be a good vibe. Me, but, you, um, and future. Yeah, nah, for sure, bro. But like honestly, bro, like man, the experience was fucking lit, bro. Like mm. I, I had so much fun, bro. Like there ain't shit I didn't do, bro. And now it's like. Being 36, still so young, you know, two boys, you know, eight and five, like, I still got the world ahead of me, bro. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I play in the NFL all these years, depending or knowing that this year I got eight million, this, next year I got 10 million, this year I got 11. Like, that was what the support was. So now it's like, I done made a lot of money. I done put it a lot of great places, but like, the type of nigga I am and the hustler I am, I ain't satisfied with the money I made in the NFL. Like, I'm, I, I, like, I would meet you today and you wouldn't even think I made hundred plus million in the NFL. Cause guess what? That money right there, that's gonna make my my future be cool for my kids. But like right now, I, I still need bread. So I'm out here getting all type of stuff going. Private uh, equity, uh, uh, uh real estate, you know what I'm saying, helping the youth, you know enough. what I'm saying? Like doing affordable housing. Like it's like I like that ground zero. Mm-hmm. I like I like that bill from nothing, you know, start a a hundred million dollar Profit off some shit, you know what I'm saying? So that's the eager I got. You sitting, you sitting here in front of the the 36 year old DJ, just like shit. Fuck the NFL, like that shit was cool. But what's next? Right. Like I'm trying to go touch some some Magic Johnson type shit. You know what so, I'm saying? So what are like the fields that you plan on hopping in, in during retirement? Like, well, like for, for me, bro, like it really ain't retirement, bro. I'm saying, but at, 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 it's not retirement, but. We it's, got it's call the next phase. phase. No, the gonna, next phase. All right, all right. It's, that's it's, what we're like going Retirement from one phase. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's what I'm saying. My like, parents retired. They ain't doing shit. They yeah, actually stopped but, doing but, almost anything. But, but, <laughs> this, but this why I don't like the retirement word. Word for me is because I can still play. Mm. Yeah. I so can still play at a high level, bro. Like, go cut on the film from last year and see But you're about back in? Bro, I'm vicious oh, like oh, that. I thought that you said I, could literally, I, I thought I you could said literally you take a year away. off, two years off, and still go back to football no, at 38, I thought, 39, I and go you be said a dog. You walked away. I no, I did. Know. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, telling yeah, you. So yeah, we yeah. ain't really calling a retirement yeah. because at the end of the day, I know I can still gas up on the field. You already don't know Jim. You feel what I'm saying? Man. And I'm talking that and meaning it, like, bro, body is straight. Like, but what, what was yeah. that decision like? Because I feel like for a lot of for pro athletes, it's like such an intrinsic part of who they are as a fucking human being, and it's and it's a very difficult thing to step away at a certain 100%. point. You feel like you kind of did it on your own terms, whereas most people are kind of forced into it? So catch my drift. And that's a hell of a question, bro. I, I, re, I respect you for that question. I'm that, totally sports illiterate, by the way, no, but, I, but cool. I have a huge amount of respect for athletes. I'm always curious I, about I, it. I feel like that's a pivotal-ass point in guys' career where they're at. And a lot of these young dudes got to understand this, too, because I was once a rookie. I was once a second, third-year player that had the world in my hands, you know, where possibly talking about getting a big contract and all that other stuff. So now that I'm removed years after that, it's like I'm at the point now where I could tell these young dudes, like, hey, listen, enjoy that shit while you can. Take advantage of that shit while you can. Yeah. Because once you hit your mid-30s or 32, 30, 
it ain't the same. And the politics kick in because you know why? Because they like, oh, this the NFL. They want this. The, it's a young man's game, yeah, bro. Yeah, they want you. You feel out. what I'm saying? It's mm. the young man's game, bro. So it's not that I couldn't play. It's it's that they are more invested in the young kids because my contract wasn't what it was when I was 24, 25, 20. I'm not getting paid the same, bro. So and, and my, I'm more disposable now to these people. You know what I'm saying? When you was younger, you got that big bag. You got to beat it. Yeah. You know, for, for me... Being the legend and doing what I did was always cool, but it was like I was I was cool in the politics of me being older and not being a vocal point like I was in my earlier twenties, bro. So for me, it's like instead of me sitting in a season and going to work like an eight to five because this shit is real work, yeah. And me spending all that time away from my kids and family and not making the money that I once made, it it, it becomes not about the money. Mm. Yeah. It becomes the love of the game. Yeah. The love of the game for me, I'm not stupid. I'm sitting. I could be sitting at the house like this, chilling with my kids, playing with my kids, throwing the ball, and still making what they paying yeah, me right there. Yeah, for sure. Because it's not about yeah, the money. I made yeah, enough money yeah. that my money gonna kick off yeah, more than I was getting. Exactly. Wasting all this time and being right here. So yeah. it's like for me, I'm like, bro, I, I love the game, but I don't love it that much because guess what? The financials ain't there like that no more, bro. And, and for me, I'm playing for my future, for my kids, kids. You know what I'm saying? So like. If I could sit at home, just be, just be honest. If you could sit at home and make what you're making right here without doing this, yeah, you could love it and you do it for a long time, but it's like, if I could do this at home and not really work as hard, why the fuck am I working? Yeah. Like, it got to be something yeah. else more yeah, to yeah, it, bro. Yeah, yeah, and for yeah, me, yeah. like, that shit was cool and I loved it, but I love, I want to be with my kids. I done been it. away from my kids so long. They done been seeing daddy travel and go all this. Like, I'm, I'm spending all this time. And my kids older now, so I feel like it's important for me to give them back what my dad gave on, me. On year one, it's like pure excitement, and it's it's you're like a celebrity on this crazy ass level, and the money sure. is fucking new. Exactly. And then once you've done it for 15 years, it's like it's like going to work at the fucking yeah, grocery right. store is yeah. for a lot of people because it's just you're sort of doing repetitive it repetitive yeah. every fucking day, bro. Yeah. I'm sitting there like if if I could just go play games on Sundays and I had to go do Monday through uh, Saturday, right? Bitch, I'll still I'll be there right now. Uh, I'll still be doing it right now. But it's just the it's just the repetitiveness. I've been doing it for so long. It's like uh like and too like I don't want to like be doing something where like I'm more mad than happy. Yeah. And what I'm saying that is because I knew how like valuable I was. I knew how good I was, and I knew the work I was putting in. And I wasn't really getting the like I wasn't really getting the ball because you know why they don't got no vocal point to make a show. D. Jack, the 35 year old, get the ball. They want these young Lamar Jacksons or whoever these 22, 23 year olds is. It's just yeah. how the game go, bro. Yeah. It's only it's only a few Kobe's, Lebrons, and I'm not trying to say I'm not that, but it's like. It's different, bro. When you like, when you LeBron, you still able to get thirty something million a year. You know what I'm saying? You still able to do it and have fun. But like he playing why? Because he want to play with his son. He yeah. done. He done. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he chasing legacy, and I'm I'm sure he want to go get another ring. But at the end of the day, bro, he's still playing because he wants to play with his son. Let's just mm. be real. But is there a part of you? I've seen a lot of like sports documentaries where a professional athlete will stop. And then it's like there's a hole in their their fucking soul because they were so focused on winning and being the best athlete they could be for all those years. And all of a sudden, there's just this massive hole in your life that you kind of got to fill with something new, right? Yeah, you ain't got the you ain't got to go into the games and all these people rooting for you or right. they got your jerseys on. So that hole that that that's that's real, bro. But like for me, I really feel like I fulfilled everything I wanted out of it. And when I and when I say that, like man, coming from where I'm coming from, this shit wasn't promised. Homie's not making it past 18, 15, 
niggas ain't graduated from college. Niggas ain't graduated from high school. Yeah. So for me, like where I made it to, bro, like I never would have thought. And I ain't gonna say like I ain't dream about it or you know like think it was gonna happen one day. But like coming for like I beat the odds, bro. Like I'm 37 years, about to be 37 in December first, and I'm sitting in front of y'all. I'm sure bro could vouch for this. He beat the odds. Man. Like, man, this shit ain't promised for us, bro. Just I me being I, bro, I was 13 years old when I first got shot at, bro. Like in Inglewood <laughs> at the forum. I know you man. remember the, the carnivals at the yeah, forum every yeah, summer, yeah. right? When yeah, you're about yeah, to get out of yeah. school. Hell I'm yeah, going to the forum and I get shot at 13 years old. You feel what I'm saying? So it's just like, bro, like you don't count. Like we here for a reason. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Like, we blessed for a reason, bro. Yeah, so it's just like, I fulfilled pool, everything, bro. And it's like, literally. I got shot I walked in the neck. You feel me? Ladder, like, come on. Shit. So it's, it's like, for me, it. it's like I fulfilled it, bro. So it's like, I can really sit here and be like, I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish out of it, bro. So you told me. Jerry Rice gave you a, a, a tip, man. That day. Before I hit the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? He said that you had a talk with Jerry Rice and he let you know something that yeah. man kept them legs a little bit, ticking a little bit longer, man. For what sure. was that? Man, see, so this was, I was, uh, it was 2008 before I got drafted. Um, the agency I, I signed with at the time, they had uh, they had Jerry Rice signed to him, bro. So it was like a perk I got off of me signing with my agency that they had a relationship with Jerry Rice. So I had the opportunity to work out with Jerry Rice before I got to the league. And that workout, <laughs> like, again, once everything I'm going to tell you, bro, the source can tell you. I ain't going to tell you nothing from a motherfucking mouth that that source can't tell you itself. Jerry Rice was like, run every route. Man, what is Jerry Rice? I grew up loving Jerry Rice. Randy Moss and Jerry Rice, they're yeah. my top-down favorites, right? Yeah. So they like, run every route. So I get up there, I run every route. I'm cast up. Niggas, Jerry Rice watching me, nigga. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, snagging everything, balling, right? I run this last route, and he was like, come here. I'm like, I'm like what's up? He's like, I only got one thing to tell you. And when I tell you I ran every route, it's, the route tree probably about 12, 13 routes. I ran every route. He's like, I, I want to correct you on one route. He was like, that five yard out you running? He was like, you running too fast. He say, how fast you is? If you learn how to control your speed and run these routes, he say, the NFL ain't going to be able to fuck with you. Yeah. I said, oh, what? You told me one out of all these routes, you just going to correct me on one route? Yeah. Once he told me that was over, you couldn't tell me nothing else. The best, one of the best, fuck that, one of the best, the best receiver to play the game told me all I had to do was change up one route and give me a philosophy. Nigga, it was over after that, bro. Couldn't over. tell me nothing else. Uh, Damn. <laughs> this is kind of random, but tell us about your relationship with X4. Huh, X4, my little bro. Man, so uh, X, X4, um, you know, I do the music, man. I've been I've been doing music for a long that's time. Jack, Jackpot Records, into. man. Uh, okay, so that's how you met him. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a, a record label with Jackpot Records and... Uh, and I just, by the way, ain't nothing random. You can ask me whatever fuck you want, bro. I, I yeah. just feel like it's kind of out of order because hey, we're still nah, kind of like. It's nah, yeah, bro. Right. Like an interview, we popping up, we chopping, however you want to ask right, or do okay. whatever, bro. You, you, I'm good about it. But um, so X4, bro, I had a relationship, um, you know, with my big bro, uh, Pee Wee. Lil Pee Wee, man. Shout out Pee Wee. Yeah, shout out my, my big bro, uh, Pee Wee. Um, Pee Wizzle. Yeah, Pee Wee called me. And when I tell you Pee Wee, bro, me and big bro relationship is, is one of a kind. But Big Bro called me one morning, man, and this is one of many mornings because <laughs> he called me every day. We all every day. Our relationship is like that. He hit me up like, like hey, hey, little bro, like, I got, I got, I got, I got a rapper, X4. He from the hood, ooh, ooh. like, like, bro, like, 
I want you to meet him. Like, bro, you need to fuck with him. You need to sign him. I'm like, damn, because calling me on me. Like, I'm like, all right, bro, I ain't even met him. I don't know nothing about him. Like, I'm like, what's up? Like, you know, set up so we can meet him. So uh, he, he set up a meeting, and um, we go to my studio. And, and when we go to the studio, uh, uh, my big my big bro Pee Wee got a relationship with 600. Shout out my boy 600. Shout out 600. Um, yeah, Shout so he, he, yeah, he, called, he called 600, and he like, uh, we're going to pull up to the studio. We're going to all meet. <coughs> he was like, uh, he called him back and was like, 600 <laughs> told Pee Wee that he was going to bring whack. He was like, yeah, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring Wack up there. We gonna all holler, like, you know, try to try to figure out a situation. This is before I got any business done with with with, with uh X4. You feel what I'm saying? We just about to go meet. So we go to the studio, um, and we pull up, I meet X4. What's crazy is I remember them from when he was younger, before he had all the tattoos and and, and before he went to jail, cause the homies was telling me like he was talented, he hard, like he he the little homie out the hood that's going viral, going crazy. So I'm like, it was crazy when I seen him, like, damn, so this you, right? So we meet him. And then everything cool, like little bro vibe was cool as a motherfucker. Remind you this, when 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 Pee Wee called me talking about X4, I didn't I didn't have so many artists, bro. I didn't been doing this music shit for ten years. I was really like over the music shit, bro. I'm like, bro, you know what? Like I'm cool, bro. Like I ain't signed no artists. Like bro, I didn't did all that. Like I'm I'm really kind of phasing away from that and focusing on other things, right? So when I told him that, you know, Pee, no, nah, bro, you need to sign it, bro. I'm telling you, bro, you need to sign him. So I'm like, all right, pull up. So we pull up and um. Man, we just vibe, bro, and, and, and Wack come, and Wack tell tell him, you know, give him some real life, you know, game, and just tell him, like, this is what you got to do. Like, you know, this is what happened with Blueface, and this is where I feel like, you know, certain situations went wrong. Like, you know, really just trying to coach him up and give him game. So I'm saying that to say, like, that was, like, really the first introduction of me meeting, bro. We was at the studio. He played music, and I'm like, I'm like, little dude special, man. Like, the young, the young, the young homie got some hard-ass shit. He got some hard ass shit, bro. Okay, but you never signed him because that was the rumor nah, for a nah, little nah, bit. Nah, I, I never, I never signed him. Um, you know, we did some business. You know, I, I came in as a big homie, big bro. Okay. You know, and uh, you know, whatever, whatever that was, that was, that was that. But no, nah, I never signed him. No confusion. Wack never signed him. Like we never said we was going to sign to Wack. Like at the at the time, I'm like a big homie, like a mentor. You know what I'm saying? I, I I've done a lot of business, and I know how this game goes as far as contracts and lawyers and. You know, when you sign deals and shit like that. So, really, I just gave gave bro game and just mm -hmm. was like, you know, if you need me, I'm here for you. Helped him out in a few little situations. You know, he was down on his feet. Certain shit, he was getting it toward his baby mama. Didn't really have, you know, you know, you know, I ain't going to really get too much. But I really looked out as a, as a big homie, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and really seeing a young kid that had talent and, and, and wanted to, you know, wanted to see him win, bro. Gave you, bro, to just go to the studio and think for a second. Yeah, man, really, really. That's all these 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 street kids really need is room to think. Like, if they get enough money to where everything is paid, they can go sit in the studio. They won't be crashing out and getting to it and all that type of shit because, like, not having all the resources and everything you need mm -hmm. leads you to trying to get it out and the streets. And, and it's real, that's too. That's where all the problems are. It's mm -hmm. real, too, because... You know, game banging and, you know, participating in certain activities, like, that could, like, overweigh, like, a real situation for somebody to be able to go get signed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying that to say, like, what bro talking about, like, really giving them a space to kind of, like, lead at. Because we all know that the, the earlier that X4 gets out the way and really is able to 100% focus on music, the mm -hmm. better the chance will be that he'll really – be able to capitalize on his potential right now. No, for sure, man. He he talented. And one thing I can say about XFO, he he very smart. Like, mm, you know, true. the image and the tattoos or all this like he really smart. He and he and he really on this 
on, on, on his FCs. And I say his FCs, you know, it's, you know, it's the ABCs, that's what we call him. But he on his FCs, man. He he very strategic, he very smart. Um and he, he got the he got the world in his hands. And I think he understand that. And I I think if I can be honest, I think he gonna do the right thing with it. You know what I'm saying? Cause I done ran into a lot of a, a lot of young dudes before they got the real shot, the real blow and, and, and his focus and how sharp, sharp and mature he is, I think, you know, he's gonna do the right thing with it. I was looking at his channel the other day and like a lot of the videos that had like 30K when we interviewed him and shit are at mm -hmm. like 200K now. Mm -hmm. So like those 200Ks are gonna turn into a million. And yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not even saying nothing about whatever music he might put out. It's like, he's, he's going up at a very rapid pace. It's actually pretty crazy. I mean, his, his style is Cause unique. I recover. His, his, his style is unique <laughs> as fuck, bro. Mm. Like his style is Boys. unique, you know what I'm saying? And, and what I can say about him too, like when I when I did meet him and I sat back, cause I analyze and I, I, I like I strategically view everything I do. Anything I'm gonna attach myself to or be a part of, I'm gonna always analyze it. And I'm gonna like really get a great feel on it before I do it, cause I'm I'm big on vibes and energy, you know what I'm saying. But when I first met him and I broke down the package of his whole body of work, I'm like he a hustler, he a grinder. Like he when he came to me, he he had I ain't really had to do shit. Like he already had views, he had videos. Like and and then when we did our little business, I'm just sitting back really like seeing what he gonna do, bro. Still he's shooting his own videos. He ain't asking for help. Like, he was getting his body at work, and it's just like he presenting that shit to his fans, bro. So it's like, that shit, that shit was dope as fuck when I, when I met him and I seen how he had his shit together. Hmm. Yeah. So where is most of your energy going these days? And, and how hard do you feel the need to hustle, given that I'm assuming that you could just kind of kick your feet up? And yeah. so at this point, like, hustling and trying to make businesses and trying to make different plays and stuff has got to feel like – kind of optional yeah you don't need to do that shit but you seem extremely yeah. motivated man for, for me bro I, I think in my life where i'm at right now bro I'm, I'm all about elevating you know what i'm saying if i if i encounter with you or i cross path with you bro and you know we genuinely meet because like and, and i ain't like i ain't out here trying to build or like meet new people but like you know i got my circle you know what i'm saying and, and i stay tight and anything outside of that is just a conversation, bro. If I if I could build and I see you on the type of time I'm on and energy and your wavelengths hit, you know, to 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 my level where I'm at in life, then then we can build on that. But if it ain't that, I don't I don't fuck with it, bro. Like like my life is is based off of happiness, you know, and living how I want. Because I felt like I had to live a certain <clears throat> way so long by being under the shield of the NFL and what I can and cannot do and. I gotta watch what I say or watch how I post. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've went through all that shit, bro. I, I, I've got falsely accused for doing certain shit and being released by a team that over some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Back in 2013, you know, and that shit just really opened my eyes and was like, damn. Wait, what'd you get falsely accused of? I didn't know about this. Man, there was an article that popped up, bro. And when I got released, it was 2013. The article was from 2009, for one. Yeah. It, it it was a bullshit ass article that the media pulled up. It was like L.A. Times or like one of these local medias had wrote yeah. some shit. My my rookie year, um, one of my best friends was was charged with murder, yeah. and he beat the murder. And like when I tell you it's my best friend, it's like my brother. You know, I helped I helped him out, bro, because I I knew that 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 wasn't what wasn't he was true. on. You know what I'm saying? So for me. Like if your brother or your brother go down for something, and I'm yeah. fortunate enough to be able to help get you lawyers or get you, you know, representation. Like why wouldn't I do that? You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened. 
And my brother beat the case. And when he beat the case, nigga, I was right there to pick his ass up. And we took pictures of him in his county blues. Yeah. And we posted it. Because he and, was not guilty. Yeah, because so he was what, not why, guilty. What's the, what's the problem here? Right? Yeah, they were trying to act like you were endorsing murder. Exactly. Yeah, what the fuck? That's such a stretch. So, like I say, they pulled up this article and made it seem like whatever the fuck it was. And they released me because I was tied to gangbanging or whatever. However they made it out. But, like... It just was bullshit, bro, because, like, what I did learn about that situation is what to broadcast and what not to put on social media. Mm -hmm. You know, as a young kid, man, everybody can't understand how you was raised, bro. Like, when I'm this young kid that's playing for this shield and you got these owners investing all these millions of dollars into you, there's certain things they want you to do and don't want you to do. And that's just the realistic of the situation. And so the you, shield to John the hip-hop The shield to the hip-hop world. <laughs> nah, John Moran a little too. He was doing shit he wasn't supposed to be no, doing. No, no. What's he, the he went shield viral to the for his words for oh, John yeah, Moran. Yeah, I oh, okay, had some okay. words for oh, okay. John Moran. Right, right, right. But see, they're not the words. I can't say that for him. He really from over here. Right. Yeah. John, he grew So what was you about like to ask that, me? The, so shield, the shield of what? What does the shield mean to the hip-hop yeah. community? Because I'm sure it's a lot of kids that don't watch sports, right, too. Right, So, so, so when I so, so when I speak on the shield, so the shield is the brand. Right. The, the, the NFL is based, based up a whole bunch of corporations by these owners, right? So they're non-profitly or throwing all this money around, and it's like they got deals with all types of companies, Heineken, uh, uh, Amazon, all these big-ass companies that are investing into the NFL. If you're going to be here, you need to understand it's bigger than you, yes. and everything that you do reflects on us and our advertisers. Yes, because yeah. these companies— They drill that cause, into you. Because these companies, young fellas, catch the game while we're giving it to these companies that are investing hundreds of million dollars into the NFL— have an image and a likeness when they invest in this money to these owners that they want these kids, or not kids, but they want these individuals to do or not do, right? Yeah, so if I'm yeah. out here portraying I'm smoking or I'm drinking or I'm game banging, are we doing things that are not to that to that nature, standard yeah, or nature, yeah, whatever yeah, you want to call yeah. it? You're in a bind, bro. But for me, all it was was me was hanging out with guys that I grew up with, mm. not turn my back on, not me yeah. making it and signing and, to the dollar line and making and millions of dollars, and I just turn my back to the homies that I grew up with in Lemur Park. Yeah, but fine. if you had taken a picture with you and some guys and you all had blue rags, it would have been over that day in the but sports media, that, but right? They just seen, I ain't going to lie, they just seen they that too. Okay, You know, and I don't know how much of that's out there, but uh, you're right to the perception uh, that you paint me like, if you see a whole lot of dudes with blue rags, that's game banger. Because you the, represent the culture. The sports media seems so thirsty for content that anything that's even slightly offensive, they yeah. are fucking on it. But the <clears throat> LAPD, one of the head LAPD uh, crash unit officers came out and made a statement um, that said that Deshaun Jackson from that area said that Deshaun Jackson is not a gang member. Hmm. What did he say? It, it, it was... I can't remember Whatever exactly. Just, but basically, basically, like, I ain't never been in trouble. Like, they yeah, ain't got me on no right. reports. So, like, I'm from, you know, like, yeah. I done been pulled over and been stopped. You know what I'm like saying? Like, certain crash. Yeah, they know I'm I'm from the area and I grew up over here. So, like, yeah, I done been put in handcuffs and pulled up on a block, crash coming and just detaining everybody. Like, yeah. that's not happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm, I grew up here. That's where I'm hanging out. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, it's just, like, almost false. I wouldn't even say falsely um, accusing you, but it's just, like, the, the why I said falsely is because yeah I'm from where I'm from I grew up where I'm at right but at the end of the day falsely accusing me of saying I'm participating in doing 
gangbanging activities, and I never did. Why sell the label? You feel what I'm saying? Like I, 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 I'm not game. going to shoot at people. I ain't robbing <laughs> yeah, people. I ain't like it, it, like promoting gang. Like yeah, I, right. all I'm saying is this is where I grew up at, and this is my homies. This is my yeah. brothers. Yeah. I ain't promoting shit. Nothing. If one of my boys is doing some shit, I'm not promoting that. If he go shoot or he go do it, I don't promote none of that shit, bro. Mm. I'm for the kids, bro. I play football. You can't tie me to something that I have. I don't know nothing about. Bro, I play sports. Yeah. Like, that's my walk of fame. I play sports. Just because I grew up in the footage where I'm Lamar Park or whatever, that don't have nothing. I didn't participate in none of that shit, bro. So yeah. don't come ask me about nothing. Don't accuse me like I'm participating in that shit, bro. That was my point. For sure. You got dropped by the team in 2013. How long did it take before somebody else fucked with you? I got signed in the next two months. Yeah, damn near. And (laughs) and I had a three-year, $30 million contract when I got released. I went to go get a three, four, 26-year contract. So, you know, I I was making 10 a year. I I started to get 80 a year. So it kind of affected my bread a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But I still, you know, I I lost like $6 million out on that, but I picked it up somewhere else down the road. You feel what I'm saying? But... On that point, right then and there, yeah, it was on some bullshit, bro. Did you think, yeah. like, my fucking career is over at a certain point? Honestly, bro, I ain't going to lie, bro. Like, I, I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen when that shit happened, bro, because I came off of one of my best seasons ever, statistically. Mm. Had, like, 83 catches, 1,300 yards, yeah, nine touchdowns, made Pro Bowl. Yeah, I'm like, crazy. what the fuck? You released me? Cause, like, okay, I can understand if you didn't want me or, like, right. trade me somewhere, but you release yo, one of your best players on your team. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? I ain't know not. Oh, bro, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Like, throwing the fuck off, bro. You hit I'm somebody. so far gone, and I just was like, that's when shit just started you clicking in. Like, daughter. all right, boom, you gotta stop doing this. Boom, you gotta start you showing gotta all this. Like, it was just daughter. It, you feel what I'm saying? Okay, how crazy did you get with spending money at a certain point when all of a sudden you're making like ten million dollars yeah. a year? I, I imagine for a young dude that didn't shit. really have much that it's gotta be bro, a, I was running through that lot. shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like my my first like six, seven years, bro, I ain't say shit. Really? <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> be real with you, bro. I was I was living, I was taking care of the fam, I was taking care of the homies, cars, clothes, trips, clubs. Right. And I was having it. Yeah. And that's how I was living, bro. So yeah. I, it didn't click on until I was like 27, 28, bro. Yeah. It clicked on like, ooh, I had a kid, my firstborn. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what I really think changed my life, bro. My first kid, bro. In 2015, having my first son. Mm. That's when I was I, I really tightened up, bro. And I'm glad see a lot of a lot of motherfuckers really didn't catch it before it was too late. Like I caught my, my I, I caught my my fuck ups from my problems before I got to that. I was I was still making eight to ten a year, nigga. When I was yeah, realized, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, yeah, instead yeah, of blowing this whole five seven million, yeah, could put half yeah, up and then fuck yeah, them off yeah, to that with the rest. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, when shit started really clicking yeah, in. Right? Yeah. Did you? Uh, what was the main shit you were wasting money on? Man, for real, like cars, probably like cars, partying, jewelry. Trips, all the, traveling, uh, all the shit, there. hotels, the shit, the <laughs> shit, smoking, partying. Like, were you going to clubs? Thirty thousand, sixty thousand, really in a yeah. night? Yeah, yeah. goddamn. As I said, all the violent shit. Yeah, you ain't never did yeah. that one. Nah, you ain't got your yeah. big one off yet. Nah, thirty k in a night. Nah, he ain't fucking around. Nah, That's why he keep it in like that. I, ain't gonna lie. I, I think whatever the six or eighty was kind of pushing it, but probably like the most I done probably spent in the club one night was probably like 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 
23, under 30, though. Is it worth it because you get so many bitches Fuck from no, this? Man, that shit ain't worth it. That shit was stupid. <laughs> and the homies Fuck be irritating you. No, no disrespect to the women, but I don't give a fuck, bro. If I got to go blow a bag for you to feel like I'm cool in the party with me, I don't want you. No. Gee, shit, I'm cool, bro. So for me, yeah. fuck no, that shit wasn't worth it, bro. I was having fun, and it was the cool thing to do because you in a club, everybody else doing this, so shit, I'm going to do it, too. Oh, they just yeah. spent 10? Yeah. Let me go spend 20 real quick because yeah. I had it. I'm popping yeah. it. You tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's a especially a thing with athletes Fuck because you. it's like you're super rich you're very very famous to a certain percentage of people but to the other percentage of people, they don't really know who the fuck you are. So it's like you, you it's not like being a rapper where it's like if you're French Montana and you blow up, everybody fucking instantly yeah. recognizes you everywhere you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. your your greatest moments are done with a big fucking helmet on your head. It's yeah. kind of like a weird dynamic. Tell me yeah. is that accurate? Hell yeah, cause uh, I don't know for some reason though, a lot of people know me though. Like right, it's cause you always popped out yeah. during uh uh what's this COVID shit when you had to wear all these magic mm -hmm. shit, bro. I would literally be like, hat on, <laughs> beanie on, <laughs> ski uh the ski mask on, they, mask they, on, they, glasses on, and niggas still being able to tell it's me, bro. Yeah, like, you I've heard that from a lot of that famous shit people, crazy, yeah. bro. Like yeah. I'd be like, how the fuck this nigga know it was me, bro? Yeah. But it's hard. It's like for me, bro. I don't know. I think my face is like, and I didn't did. The, I had my own show on BT. Mm. You know, I go to the BT Awards. Like I feel like I'm more a part of that like rapping culture. Because mm. like my lifestyle, how I grew up is like is really like a rapper, bro. Like I ain't like yeah I grew up playing sports and playing ball but like I, I like I I don't know bro I gravitate to like more street shit bro like I really come from the streets and I'm not saying that to like you know make myself like no tough like but at the end of the day bro I I grew up on principles I was raised by like real reputables you know what I'm saying I got real relationships with real OG homies like I was really raised right bro you feel what I'm saying I I credit my OGs and my my big homies around me bro cause. A lot of these dudes now, bro, they making money, they they getting famous, and they coming to L.A. and paying fees to go throw up hoods and bang now. It's like, bro, like, that's, and he could tell, that's not, that ain't cool, bro. That like, that straight. perception of, like. You who they're paying the fee to, right? No, sir. <laughs> no, ah, no, I'm just trying to contribute to the brick lore. Hey, look, there's, there's a legend about nah, that building. No, you're right, but like, when people, look, what I'm saying you're right too is like when people come to LA and they do connect with certain individuals, bro, it's like, it's like you tapped in with certain individuals, bro. You you doing what you're supposed to do. Like if I'm gonna go somewhere, I'm gonna tap in with real reputables too. Cause like I'm not from Chicago, I'm not from Houston, like if I go to Houston, I'm, I'm tapping in with Jay Prince. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. saying. I, I I go to certain areas, uh, uh, Atlanta or certain. I'm just tapping yeah. with what I know who respectable out there, bro. For and sure. it, it don't. I just would rather know that if I'm out and I'm around this certain situation or something go down, I could tap into some real people to know what the fuck going on. Yeah. That don't mean you paying the motherfucker or you doing something. I'm yeah. just locked in and I'm yeah. I'm building. Or I got relationships where I know niggas going to look out for me if it be That's a real situation. Like everybody say it's some money going on. Like, bro, I just, if I know you, I really care for you, I'm going to just tell you like, hey, even if you don't pull up on me, if you don't got it all, you just like stay out of here. Yeah. Don't be over here. Just do your thing and I wish a lot of, I, out, I wish a know? lot of these athletes are holly in more to certain individuals yeah. that like really be knowing people yeah. out here, bro. Cause I got a lot of relationships like, you know, the little homie that uh that got robbed from um I don't know if you heard the the Rams player, he he was going into a hotel and they they robbed him, took his chain off him. That's great. It happened like a few months ago and like I played with him last year when I was in Baltimore. But like 
little situations like that, just tap yeah, in like, with, with certain yeah. things that you know is out here that, you know, and I can't say just because you do tap happen. in yeah. to certain individual shit ain't going to happen, but it's but, like still, like he just said, like, don't go here. Or if you go here, make somebody, sure somebody with you that got armed security license. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to be strategic. Nine like, times out of ten, the flashy shit out here is not where you want to be at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go find you somewhere ducked off, low-key, and kick it right there. They got a lot of boutique hotels that people need to check into when they in L.A. if they not in the Airbnb, you know? Mm. That's, like, not on the main line and all that. He said, mm. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Well, yeah, I mean, we've, we've, we've learned that lesson over time for sure. Yeah. Be careful how you come to L.A. Exactly. You see? Exactly. Did you see that one video uh where the dude was walking in, he had his coffee, and the dude hopped over his fence. Yeah. He, blit, he, he was like an owner of some club or, or some shit, right? And they said they took his gun permit away because of it. Yeah. That's which is kind of crazy. Cause he's why like, they take his, he got a gun wow. permit for his, he owned I mean, his property. Yeah, he's in his house. The dudes like, had guns out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody really understands. I I, I should read into it to and figure out why. Sick. That's crazy. That's sick, bro. I see that you've been dropping music, though, man. Like, man, I lights, see that um, you always, you, you, let's you talk about this. No let's talk about how much money you did. Let's talk about speaker on this motherfucker. Come on, man. We going to get the links and all that. Listen. You've been in the music industry for a minute. People really don't know that, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, like, what made you start betting on yourself? Or you want to speak on your journey? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, appreciate you even allowing that, though, you know, and even bringing that up because I feel like, you know, I done crossed paths with a lot of, you know, talented people that I still want to shed light on regardless if we still in a contract or, you know, we, we not really working together. Uh, we working together, you know what I'm saying? Because if yeah. I invested in you, Regards to anything, bro, I, I want to see you win. Like I got love for every person that I ever put any money into. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, the original jackpot, man, rest in peace, my my, my brother, Kid Cali. Um, you know, he lost rest his life, peace. you know, a few right. years ago at a party, man, on some on some crazy shit. Um, but but Kid Cali, rest in peace, Kid Cali. Uh, my my brother, T-Ron, um, you know, he he in jail right now fighting the case. That you know, hopefully they free my bro and he come on to his family. He got kids. Um, shit, shout Rudy Ray, out shout out Rudy Ray, uh, shout out Marcus Benz, man. shout out uh, uh, Aunt Mac, Rudy Heen, uh, man, shit, Young Chris, Glasses Malone, like, like, yeah. I done, I done helped so many people, bro. Uh, you know, to to recently, uh, Thirsty P, yeah, my brother Thirsty P, um, shout dead homie, shout, shout out Thirsty P, P. you know, Thirsty, um, my 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 little Brody, um, Billy Boy Brody. Yeah, Billy Boy. Billy Boy, you know yeah, Billy Boy yeah, Brody. Yeah, yeah, uh, shout yeah. out Billy Boy, man. He gonna do his thing. Armani J. Uh-huh. Shit, bro. I own it, bro. I, I got. Man, I don't even yeah. want to leave everybody out, bro. Because yeah. I know this interview gonna drop. They go like, oh, bro, you yeah, let me out, buddy. You on the hottest yeah. motherfucking podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Got my you little heard. bro Jid and Quan. Shit, yeah. man. You know we gonna keep X four. You know, so for me, bro, uh, I done invested a lot into music. First yeah. and foremost. Um, have I made money off of music? No, I ain't made money back yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But for, for for business, bro, you know, sometimes things don't happen that way. But I feel like this music shit gonna come back some type of way, bro. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? When I say a lot of money, I done put millions into that music shit. Jack Parry, I done put millions into it, bro. And you know what I'm saying? I ain't really, you know, at the point. I ain't, I can't say I ain't made nothing back, but I ain't made nowhere near yeah, what I put into it. Because, you know, yeah. I done made a few, you know, a few yeah. tools here and there. But, um, 
It's a weird business because if you if you sign one it person and becomes a superstar, you make up all that, right? True, but it's it's. I wouldn't say it's a weird business, but for an athlete, music could be tricky. Hmm. Be and the reason why I say that is because, and he could speak on that. I feel like music industry people don't take athletes serious. You know why? Yeah. Because they feel like they portraying, they trying to be a rapper, or they got money and they just want to throw money around. You know what I'm saying? So. You really at a default. It's, it's only certain few ra- ra- uh, athletes like Dame, Shaq, certain few athletes that's really, uh, Amon Shumpert, that's really respected in the music industry. Mm, so for yeah. me, that is a good point. I, I kind of had to realize that. that like a lot of my relationships, like I got real time relationships with with with, sure. with um, Birdman, Slim, um, uh, Q, QC, you know, yeah, uh, P sure, over there. P. Like, I, like yeah. I, I got a lot of relationships and they respect me because for one. I grew up, was raised high am streets, you know what I'm saying? And for two, they love who I was on the field. Cause like if you if you really ask people like who Deshaun Jackson, like you would say like Michael Vick, uh Allen Iverson, like that's that that era I fall into. Cause you know, I come from the streets, tattoos, I'm a little little dude, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when I pop in, you gonna always get respect from certain individuals because like, they know like oh he connected yeah, in with yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah. You're real you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Just because sure. of who a nigga fuck with, yeah, bro. Yeah, for sure. Out the rip. Can you imagine how crazy it would be if you had like a, a star NBA player or some shit who also was like a star rapper at the same time? Except that every rapper every rapper talks it's about shit that you wouldn't be allowed to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's why that's yeah, why right. it's really it's really hard. Yeah. And like if you analyze Dame Dame Dollar, his his music. He don't. He ain't really talk. He just see like with me. I can talk shit and rap because I live that life. Yeah. Like I'm not per- perpetrating or like portraying a life that I ain't live. Like I'm gonna talk about the women, the money, the cars, the houses, but, the clothes, like the trips. Like I'm talking about shit. I'm living. You, I ain't portraying shit. You could make a song like Three One O Baby just made the true, true. Let me see. But you couldn't be a little dirty. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't be a little dirty, but not, 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 not. But you, it's gonna be hard. How the fuck you, would you do but it though? I'm saying, and, and though, one of those people. No, but I'm just saying they they oh, yeah. can you hop in the lane of females only, like party little music real quick. You know what I'm saying? They could do that because a, a lot of star music. rappers will go months and months and months without doing shit. But it's kind of rare. Like if you're on the come up. You're on the move. You're touring. Yeah. You're doing whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it, it would no be like possible. it would be so insane to be Ima- able to balance the two. Imagine telling your team that you finna go Man, perform, go do nigga. this song. Oh, you can't do that. You making too much for one. Game dash. You making too much money playing NBA. So it's exactly. Yeah, it's, it ain't yeah. Yeah. anytime you put work. into your music career would be a fucking waste in comparison. Yeah. If yeah, you're doing right. it to have fun, you enjoying it. That's what for. But for me, like I say, I enjoy it. I have fun. It's a passion. You know what I'm saying. And, and I feel like rap. I'm hard at that shit. And I, I I got my own little swag. They be saying it's like a little, like it's a nip, like you know it's a West nip or some shit like that. But like I feel like if I if I was compared to anybody, it'd be like an Easy E sound. Mm, like that's yeah. how my, I got like a high push, high pitch, like Easy E voice on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, would you be able to let your kid play football on a professional level in good conscience, knowing that the risk of head injury, injury is pretty high? It's a good question, man. Honestly, man, like I. Like, my kid's really just now getting into football, but I'm letting him play flag right now. He ain't playing tackle. He played tackle last year up at Crenshaw, but I, I didn't have him full time because I was still playing, you know, sports. So, like, mm. he didn't get to play the whole season. He only played a little bit. So, now that I got him full time, I'm letting him play flag. But it's like, I'm going to wait, like, two years before I even let him play tackle because it's like, it ain't no rush no more. Like, how the sports is nowadays, bro, it ain't like how it was when we was younger, bro. Like, you say you got all these CTE, head scans, concussions, all, like, that shit is out, bro. And I, like, for me, I didn't even really want my son to play football. 
I want them on basketball or baseball. You see them contracts they giving them dudes? <laughs> fully guaranteed? Like NFL money ain't fully guaranteed. Some are. Some have been able to do it, but it ain't really fully guaranteed. Go play soccer or something, man. Yeah, go play overseas and I'll take no hits. Hell no, bro. But if he want to do it, I'm going to let him do it. Like, you know, he, he's been gravitating to it. So for me, I'm going to just train him and give him what he needs. Like, I told him, like, if you want to do this shit, I'm gonna be on your ass. Like, don't feel like you gotta do it to prove to me, like, oh, I'm proving them. Like, no, I don't right. want you. I'd rather you go over here and go do something else. Right. But if you wanna do this shit, I'm finna be on your ass. Cause I know my dad was my dad was on my ass and where I'm where I'm at. I mean, like, he's he's so exposed to football. It's like all these football greats that you're friends with and shit, those are like, you know, heroes. He sees the For way sure. that they're treated like fucking Still heroes by, by random people. Yep. It's got to be tough to not have your kid come out thinking that that's one of the best things that you could do with uh, your life. You know, I've been, I've been hearing them lately too. He's been really popping it too. Like, yeah, I'm going to the NFL because, you know, I'll be feeding them shit. I'll be throwing shit to him like, you ain't going to be like me. You're going to be better than me. Yeah. So now I just hear him falling in his own. He's like, yeah, I'm going to be better than my dad right now. Like, yeah. I hear him talking to his little homie yeah. like, He's like, yeah, right, Dad? I'm like, shit, that's the plan. You better be better than me. Yeah, yeah. The fuck? You, you, yeah, my, yeah. you my junior. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, what, but if I was you, my response would just be like, well, I didn't, I wasn't born like this. Yeah. I worked my fucking ass for off. Sure. And, and you're not allowed to claim shit yeah, so, uh, until nah, you real. put the same amount of work I'm in, right? like that too, okay, though. Have <laughs> we seen yeah. a don't, six, not, not, hold on, not, not, don't Go forget ahead. what you're going to say, but not, not to, like, shy away from that, but, like, I do get him what he want. He do got a good lifestyle, but I do be on him like, like nigga, this shit didn't come easy because they be like, my dad a million, my dad got money. Like, no, nigga, nigga got to work for this. Money don't grow on trees. Mm. Like, they got to work for it. Yeah, I was saying, have we ever seen a junior, has Gary Payton Jr. or it's been DC, a few. It, 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 football, you saying? Like a if, no, 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 no. I'm just saying this. In junior? Yeah, 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 general. Have we seen, what's the best... Junior, junior uh uh duo that we seen so far. That's a good ass question. Fuck uh King th- and same thing in rap, son, right? He's not a junior, but rap, yeah, rap. It's kinda like that in rap, rap too. Yeah. Rap not it ain't I ain't really seen it in rap, but like it's it's been it's definitely been a sports, bro. I, I got a few uh um Kenyon Martin's son going crazy. Kobe, Kobe dad played in the league. Kobe Bryant playing the. I don't know if you're saying a star star though, but he, nah, he played. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, he played in the league. No, I'm because talking about. Yep, that's, it's that's just a, like that's a perfect example. Even if you do everything to make your kid as good at a sport as possible, genetics is still like a huge fucking lottery. Mm-hmm. Even if you have amazing that's genetics, crazy, doesn't mean your bro. kid is getting. And injuries are another fucking big ass lottery that if you fucking tear your ACL in year one, then you have a short ass career. Genetics is crazy as fuck though, bro. Because it's like. I don't know, bro. I be looking at my son. I be bugged the fuck out, bro, because I see myself, bro. It's yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah. Like that split image. Like, were you really remember yourself? Like, yo, younger days, you seeing the picture. flash out what? And weird shit. And I'm seeing it, like, nigga, oh, like, nigga, that genetics and about genes <laughs> and blood. Like, bro, like, that shit is the realest shit ever, bro. Mm. It's like a clone, bro. Because I, I ain't, ain't, ain't really told that nigga too much, bro. I'm just like, go out there and have fun, bro. And I'm looking at him and running just like me. And he fast and shit. I'm like, that shit crazy. Yeah. I was just getting life insurance. And like half the shit they're asking you is just about like how, you, like, has your dad had heart issues? Has your dad had cancer? Sure. Has your, you know, all this shit. Because like the way your dad died yeah. or dies is probably how you're going to die statistically, which shit is kind crazy. of freaky that Fuck your that, life bro. is like this fucking imitation 
of his life almost that's playing out, or at least the way they talk to you. That's it starts crazy. to make you feel like that. Like, oh, so you think I'm going out the way he went out, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That shit crazy. Yeah. I still got my pops. Long, yeah. long live Phil, but. <laughs> you said you still got your pop? Yeah, Phil. Yeah. But, okay. he, but the motherfucker's kind of deaf at this point. And myself, sometimes I notice myself having a little bit of he, uh, hearing issues. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, do I got that to look forward to? Oh, wow. That makes me turn the speaker down in the car a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Like, <laughs> you're like, uh, like Next time I'm at Rolling Loud standing next to a big speaker, I might uh, take a few steps away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm a- anything in particular that you want to push or promote or let people know to keep an eye out for? Shit, man, everything is connected to me, bro. For real, for real, man. Um, just, just stay in tune. My, my Instagram, 101. Tag that, uh, got DeshaunJackson.com website, the uh, Pancreatic Foundation, the Deshaun Jackson Foundation for Pancreatic Cancer. Uh, we, we we steady doing shit, bro. I got I got a documentary that's, that's coming out, Amazon. We just closed the deal with Amazon. It's going to be dropping next, uh, like, next fall. Um, you know, and just working with the kids, obviously. I love working with the kids. Want to always let them know that, you know, they the future. I, I, I feel like I'm I'm big on that man. Going back and, and, and reaching out to these kids and just letting them know the importance of hard work. You know what I'm saying? And giving them examples of that shit. Not really just telling them, but like really showing them. Cause I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna work out with you. I'm gonna show you how to get it done. And you know, for 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 me, I feel like you gotta reach back, man. Each one teach one, bro. That's the mentality you gotta have. You feel what I'm saying? So it's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot of negativity going out in the world, bro. And I just you know, I, I just push, you know, positivity, bro. You feel what I'm saying? I'm, I'm big on that. For sure. Is that why you didn't sign X4? Because you felt like him being so street-oriented that it would have been <clears throat> weird with your nah, history and everything I as think, an athlete? I, I think, honestly, um, if if I wanted to sign, bro, I could have I could have signed him. Mm. I, I honestly really feel like I, I, I just would have had to come right. You know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and it would have been done. But for me... Just where I'm at in, in, in my life, and when I told him what I told him, he respected it. You know what I'm saying? I just like I, th- that image. I can't really, you know, mm-hmm. get behind that image. I'm on a k- clean cut image, and you know, I'm trying to get that Hall of Fame jacket. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I'm trying to put that that jacket on my back because I, I I know the hard work I put in. You know what I'm saying? And I, and, and, and it go to a lot of people, bro. It ain't even just you know X4, but just anybody that I'm. It's- Cool with or got relations with that that still lives a lifestyle or is still from the hood. You know what I'm saying? Like I just gotta, I gotta move right, bro, and it's strategic. And it and it don't have to be that we can't be cool or you know you can't holler at me when you want to holler at me. But it's just like, bro, I just gotta be on a different on a different path. You want to do a Crip Max skit? Would I? I did a song with Crip Max. <laughs> oh, I did shit. a skit with Crip Max before too. Oh, okay. And we posted it, but yeah, yeah. C Mac the homie, like. It was crazy, it was like playing in the league. Like they be like, you know, C Mac on Five Five Crib. Like everybody, yeah, yeah you know, everyone what I'm loves him. Everybody loves him. I see random ass <laughs> people all the time. C Mac cool, man. He's not looked at he as mad like at, a. Even though he is a gang member, he gets he gets a pass. Mm. Like who? he always who C Mac? Yeah, like he get a he's a gang member. What you mean he's not a real gang What you mean he's not a real gang member though? No, I said even though he's a real we, gang we gonna, member, we gonna troll you. He's gonna pop out on Fifty the 55th Street. <laughs> I said he's a real gangbanger. No, nah, I, I don't. Say that. Hey, you know, you you, you know, see, man, that's the homie, bro. Yeah, that's, a lot of that's people be asking bro. about, bro. And they be like, I, I used to call people when I was in the league. I used to call people like, hey, see, Mac, talk your shit. You know, he talking shit, Custer, what you could. Yeah, like, the homies yeah, be laughing. Like, my teammates yeah. should be laughing and shit. So, you know, see, Mac doing his thing. Shout out, see, Mac. Yeah, legendary. 
Yeah, so yeah, no like, skits though. We don't play with the skits, Adam. No. I, I leave the skits for you, man. You want okay. <laughs> to? I see what you asked uh, Zoe Osama the other day. That wasn't a skit. <laughs> no, I know, but Kel talking about what are we talking about? He said, man, I'm about to leave, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good look for Zoe. Hey, Zoe, yeah. cool, man. Yeah. A lot of shit be good looks for people. It, just, it really just depends on how you react to the situation. Yeah, he's you shit ask, on business. You can ask me whatever you want, but it, it, it determines how I'm going to respond or how I'm going to react to mm. what you ask me. You feel what I'm saying? Because I can ask you something right now that might make you uncomfortable, but guess what? It's how you're going to be, how you're going to react to it. Mm. It's all a sword fight. Pause. No, I don't know. I don't know about no fucking no. sword oh, fights. Sword. There you go. No, nigga. We talk about strategic like moves. Like fencing. No, you yeah. Conversation. Right. They got to be strategic, bro. You're mm. not going to speak without being strategic. True. You're going to be fencing after the show's over with. Because you could cause, cause, fence with you. Cause, uh, hey, nah, oh, y'all going to be playing, see? I'm talking about <laughs> after don't let, his show hey, with Lena. Hey, don't let me feel a different way about the homie. I'm talking about his show with Lena. He going to be fencing with whatever dude with. He going to be Whatever dude with. I already did that. Yeah, yeah. I already did that. Shit was oh, hard. Man. Yeah. Whoa. That was a movie. Yo. It was hard. Oh, yeah. Whoa. You like going viral, huh? You feel like you like going viral? I feel like I've kind of figured it out. Yeah. What part What part you feel like you figured out? Just you got to put on a good show for the people. Damn. Yeah, but is you doing it for the people or you doing it for yourself? Well, I'm doing it to entertain the people and to enrich myself. Don't you know where you're twisting yourself at? Well, it's a fine line. Yeah. So so it's either you're going to do it for yourself or you're going to do it for the people. It ain't no in-between. You gotta dance with dance in the water and uh, not get wet. Star, no, dance with the stars. You got playing right you now. You talking about dance in the water? Dance with the dance with the devil and don't get burned. I'm gonna get up. Hey, look, you said dance with the devil, but don't get burned. How? How? You get so it's all fire around there. How you not gonna get burned? Just keep your distance. You ain't that sick. Keep your feet up. No, you ain't walking yeah, on water, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can try. No, <laughs> man. All right, this has been a good one. Shout out, break. Shout out Deshaun Jackson coming through, blessing us. Everybody yeah. tap in with him on social media so you can keep up to date with what he's got going on, what he's smoking, what he's hey, up yeah, to with hold the kids. On too. Yeah, I got a, yeah, that cash cow. You know, I got to deal with backpack boys. We got the cash oh, cow. Yeah, we got man. the blue cattle. We got the action Jackson, man. More coming on the uh, cannabis, man. Listen, mm. for y'all to know, too, you know, cannabis is legal in California, and I'm a legal licensed cannabis owner. So, uh, you know, I got my own cultivation. I got my own grows. You know, it's, it's some good money in that shit, man. So you, you you're pushing the, the, the cow wave. Yeah, I, I, pu- I push I like the cannabis wave, bro, the legal way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got I got real licenses in business. So for the, for those of y'all to follow me, I post content of my grows and of my harvests. You know what I'm saying? I take pride in that shit. That's what's yeah. up. I wasn't able to. I was in the league. Even though I was invested and I was an owner while I played in the league, I couldn't it. really be public with it. So now that... You know, I can be public. You know, I got my own brand. Don't tap in. Tap in with me. You know, we smoking gas. We smoking fire. He, you know, he, he was scared. Be he, the hit, he ain't hit it yet, though. Yeah. He ran from the action. Jackson, my boy, I just Brick. took what to the physics. Yeah. I wanted to give you a coherent interview. I got to stick to the spliffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the spliffs. You a spliff boy? Spliff boy, my y'all. Although I did hit the bong with Maxo Cream the other day, and the whole interview was kind of a blur after that. The bong is crazy yet. He that puts bong. the blunt in the bong. What? I swear to God, he snips pieces so how, of the so, blunt. So how you how you smoke it? You put your lips it. around it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
No, and, no, and, and he, he he got mad at me though because I breathed all over the fucking. Bu- I was like, oh. okay. I breathed out while it was already in my face, and he's like, "Why are you breathing on my shit like that, bro?" White boy. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, you're right. I haven't done this in a while." I told my cameraman, "I'm like, man, you hit that blunt like a white boy. It's like you hit the joint like." Man. You know, certain white boys, somebody, some white boys got it, but most white boys, when they hit your, your blunt, they hit it like a joint. You know how they do that long pull that never stops? Like, I don't pass blunts. I don't like pass blunts. I don't know what you're doing with your lips. I ain't smoking yeah. at you. I'm no, running this to If, if you've ever made $10 million in a year, then you don't have to pass blunts anymore ever again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so sure, you really like don't ever have to pass blunts again, though. Nah, for sure, man. No, nah, I knew that smoke. was when I spent a night in the studio with GBE, Chief Keith, and Tato, everybody like that. About five hundred blunts got smoked they let throughout you the hang night. With Not no one of them passed it to me. I know. I felt very blessed. It was like once in a life. Damn, Fredo and, felt like and Chief Keith and them will let you make, hang with him. Make a wish foundation how much style you had to pay moment. Him? Uh, I came out a fifty piece for the night. No, how much you had to pay them? No, I'm not paying nobody. Yeah, you ain't had to pay. Chief Keith got to pay me for the feature. I'm just saying to hang around them though. They ain't had to. They ain't had to pay you to hang. Around. You ain't had to pay them to hang around them. Hell no. Start you, huh? Yeah. They Hell ain't take, no. They ain't take you to, tell you to strip down. This was a they, good 2018. They ain't strip you down, cuz. We were all kicking out the store. I had all the yeah, BDs around yeah, me. They, yeah. they, were, they were loving. On Fawn and Gray, you heard them? They were you loving got, the 22 star. You got the Fawn and Gray. I got Fawn and Gray. I got her cry old nigga. They were on Fawn and Gray. I'm BD. I'm King David. Hey, they be serious. That's how we be like on the dead homies. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, they got the same extras. That's what I be telling them when I first start going out there. I'm like, y'all talk just like us. Everything on something. Oh, yes. dead, huh? I ain't never been nowhere else where they put shit on something just as much. That's that's where yeah. I connected. Chicago? Like Chicago. Yeah. Just, where are you going to be on phone? Um, but that's just how we talk. Um, we put it on seven different um, parts um, of the set. Oh, and all this, that, the other, one sentence. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're allowed to embrace Famous Richard if you're in the NFL. So that's good that you... Famous who? Famous Richard, the on King David guy. Oh. I mean, I'm sure it's Chicago needs to do it. Oh, I, I figured you were talking I'm sure they ain't going to do it in no interview, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, hey, I'm beating on that plate. Man, they came around, man. He caught me. He tagged me. They ain't going to say that shit. They going to be like, what? Oh, he's out the league. Is the B for real? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, hey, we good, man. I'm finna go on and hit this Laker gang on the wood one time. Oh, man. shit. Man, turn up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, we'll see you out there. I'm about no to go to the Friendsgiving. I'm going to No Jumper on Melrose. I could tell because you got that, uh, that you hoodie like on. Uh, I'm trying to stay festive. I don't know. You like you like a hoodie? Yeah, it's cute. Fuck it. This nigga said it's cute. <laughs> I went to Disneyland. Yeah, you let a nigga tell you it's cute? Yeah, nah. <laughs> He's so, he's so That's nice, fucked man. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't sex play the brick, though. Brick the brick. Don't get sex played. All right. Appreciate y'all.